Hello, everybody. I'm Steve Huffman. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at the Vineyard Church. Welcome to the Team Vineyard podcast, where we're trying to help you love Jesus, grow together, and give back. And today, the topic of the podcast is working with others. So I'm going to dig in a, a little bit here in a minute what that might mean. But first of all, we've got a couple of my friends, co-workers, <laughs> also helping me out. Lydia, hello. Hi. Hi. Lydia Horner is helping <laughs> me out. And Joel Patterson. Hi, Joel. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve Vineyard. <laughs> is helping out today as well. And so here's the, here's the overall goal for today's podcast. Uh, wouldn't it be great if everybody you interacted with Uh, sort of worked the same as you. You know, you think about that, but then you realize, boy, if that were true, that would probably not work very well (laughs) at all. Uh, We need the differences that we all bring to the table. And what I love about Lydia and Joel is they process differently than I do. They work differently than I do. And so I've got a couple of questions, and I know you guys might have some questions, but can you describe, this may be an unfair question, but can you describe how you process information? How do you work? Like if I were to, I'll I'll answer that first. Mm -hmm. I tend to be more on the, I don't know if that's the perfect word, but the aggressive (laughs) scale of in the absence of decisions, I'll make a decision to keep things moving forward. I like to really try to keep the gas pedal down and move forward. I am not an internal processor that I have to process something for days and days and days. So that's sort of my, uh, that's sort of my style. So why don't you share, uh, Lydia, your style and then Joel, your style to, to kick it off. Yeah, I would say my style is very much like verbal processing. Um, When I'm thinking through something, I like have to talk it through. And I see the world a lot through relationships. So talking it through with someone is like really important to me. Um, But a lot of how I make decisions, I feel like is based on what other people are thinking or how I'm thinking about other people. Yeah, that's good. Joel? Yeah. um, Let me think about that. (laughs) So so I'm I'm an internal processor. Um, That's how how I do things. Um, I would also say I'm... I guess, adaptable. So Mm -hmm. if there is not a decision or not a leader, then I may be the one to step up and be that leader. But if someone else has already established, like they're in charge, I will uh, submit and be the follower role there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've come to appreciate uh, not only both of your styles, but we have, at least on staff, we have a number of different styles and it, it works well but I think there's some keys at how to work uh, together in different styles. So I've got a couple of questions, but before we get into that, my, one of my thoughts earlier today when I was thinking about this podcast is, uh, imagine if you were one of the 12 disciples, mm-hmm. because the disciples themselves all had different, like Thomas. I can only imagine mm-hmm. that if I was one of the 12 disciples and Thomas kept saying weird things <laughs> like, oh, Lazarus is dead, let's go and let's die with him. And, <laughs> and people would be like, what is he talking about? Or when he's doubting if Jesus is coming back, has come back, you'd be like, "No, knucklehead, come on, man." He was <laughs> like, but they got like together and they changed the world. They mm-hmm. figured it out mm-hmm. how to work with one another, and so there's there's some keys to that. So here's the here's the first question I want you to think about: How do you communicate with different types of people? So if you think about Joel. Uh, uh, who's more of an internal processor, contemplative, maybe is a, a good word for it. Uh, 
How do you deal with uh, Steve Huffman's of the world or other people who are quick to decisions, maybe quick to verbally process things? Yeah, uh, so I think it goes back for me, it's the adaptability. Um, so if I if I know Steve and I know he is a, you are a uh, quick, aggressive kind of processor, um, I know that I, if I want to have any say in what's going on, I yeah. need to be quicker and mm-hmm. aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not always that way. It takes effort to do that, but yeah. I try to adapt to the situation and uh, it takes some learning, but yeah. that, that's how I, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I would follow that up before we got to Lydia on this. I'd follow that up with, I know just by working with you that you're a contemplative mm-hmm. uh, person. And so it's very easy to sort of bowl over any conversation but I would miss what you bring to the conversation, which I don't have. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned with Joel and other people who are very contemplative or processing type people, it's better to pause. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I pause and wait? And I've been known, at least with Joel and, and other folks, is to actually li- like, hey, let's think mm-hmm. about this. I'll come back later. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. And others appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in working well with others, if you have some understanding of who you're working with, it's way better. Yeah. yeah. And with Joel, there, there's a tell. So there's I can look at Joel <laughs> and there's usually a face or a motion or he closes his eye. And I know he needs processing time. And so that's just a tell for me to, okay, back off. There's a better outcome if I let some of Joel's DNA in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. And so I look for those for those tells. Yeah, that's good. So Lydia, how mm-hmm. do you communicate with different types of, of people who don't process like you do? I think it just takes a lot of time to like for me to discern and read that person well. So like understanding what they're thinking or what they're feeling is just really helpful for me. So like understanding that you might be a little more aggressive and like so my personality, it's okay to be more intense with you. And then someone mm-hmm. else, it's like, oh, it's okay for me to lower my voice and be a little more calm. And people are going to think more like softly. I'm super aggressive. I'm not like super <laughs> aggressive, but no, but but your energy is just intense and it's exciting. Yeah. And so I think just learning how to almost reflect how someone else's energy feels, I think, is also yeah can be helpful because if someone's ca- talking really calm, it's I think helpful to also talk really calm to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So in, in the midst of different. Uh, different work styles, different communication styles, conflict comes up. So how do you how do you deal with that interpersonal conflict when it comes up with different styles of people? <laughs> so I'm kind of weird. I actually really enjoy conflict. So when it comes up, Me I'm too. like, I, I love it. I'm no. like, let's go into it. <laughs> Joel's like, no. Um, but I'm like, let's go into it. Let's solve this. Let's get down to the bottom of it. We can move yeah. on. We can impact the next thing. We'll do the next thing. We'll move on. Yeah. Um, so for me, I just get excited. And I'm like, oh, like you have a problem? Like, okay, let's talk about it. Like yeah. in a helpful way. Yeah. Um, sometimes not always helpful because I get too excited. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't do this all the time, but I appreciate that style because I, I was taught slash trained very early in the marketplace to take a step towards not to be aggressive or conflict Mm -hmm. but there's hard conversations that we should be having and we will have eventually so why not have them now 
And so I'll actually step into hard conversations earlier than most mm. because the outcome is better. Mm-hmm. If I've messed up, it's an old saying uh, 20 years ago, somebody taught me, if you need to eat crow, eat it warm. <laughs> and so don't let things simmer. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Bible would say, don't go to bed and go, don't go to sleep angry, right? But until the sun goes down. Uh, but the there's truth in let's, in a good way, address things earlier than just stuffing mm-hmm. it and waiting until it comes out bad yeah. later. So, Joel, how do you deal with interpersonal <laughs> conflict? Yeah, so I, I'm trying to be better at that. that. That's one thing that I'm trying to grow in. So I'm naturally more of a peacemaker, and I don't want to address conflict. Yeah. But I've learned that the quicker you do it, the better things go. Yeah. Um, and so if I get that... Uh, uh, that push from, I'm going to say it's from God, that the Holy Spirit prompt of, hey, say something, yep. uh, address this now. Um, I probably don't do it the first time. But if I get it again, I'm more likely now to suck it up for myself and yeah. address it and pray that um, this is the right thing to do. And uh, I probably say a little prayer in my pause and That's a good God help, help this. Yeah. Uh, and I think I've seen them go pretty well. I still hate it, but um, (laughs) generally it's helpful. Yeah. We, you and I, Joel, actually yesterday had a minor kerfuffle, (laughs) minor (laughs) conflict in the office. And and I think part of it, Joel is so good uh, at being uh, very crisp and exact and thoughtful Mm -hmm. in his responses. And Joel yesterday had to tell me no, uh, that I couldn't do something, which I so appreciated. But there was a small point at which we both knew that if we pressed into this conversation, it probably wasn't going to end well. And oh, so sure. I actually, in a, in a good way, I think, mm-hmm. left your office. Mm-hmm. I went back to my office. I prayed about it for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes mm-hmm. because I knew I need God in the middle of this. Otherwise, Steve out of my flesh was going to get aggressive and roll over Joel. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he needed. And I think we're sure. getting to a better outcome because of it. And so I, I'm trying, I'm not great at this, but I'm trying to be more intentional because you brought a prayer at, instead of my style uh, overruling the room, stopping and praying and allowing the right thing to come through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just takes a pause. Like you don't yeah. necessarily need to go and scream out to God right then in front right. of the person or even go in your office. It's that pause and that mental, mm-hmm. okay, God is in this Yep. or invite God into it and and go from there. And it was a reminder that we're on the same team. Like most of the people that you're around, as much as wherever, in the marketplace, in your family, wherever you're at, uh, you know them, and I'm assuming you're on the same team. Mm -hmm. And so if you Mm -hmm. can remind yourself of that, get God in the center of that relationship, it's going to go way, Mm -hmm. way better. So another question, how do you work with people you don't like? That's probably not (laughs) worded exactly right. But we all would run into individuals that they just, they're just so opposite of the way you think or the way they're bent on an issue. Or on, so how do you navigate that? Joel's internally processing. <laughs> I, I don't have an answer right now. <laughs> we'll come back the, to Joel because yeah, he's yeah, processing. Yeah, yeah the, the peaceful me, I, I try not to not like people. And so yeah. that's hard to to go there right now but I'll I'll think about that yeah Lydia for me it's like 
way harder to not be liked, I think. Like, mm. I can work with someone that's like, okay, that's difficult, but if they don't like me, like, that just hurts. So, I don't mind. It's almost opposite. Yeah. Honestly, my first instinct is just praying about it, like, a lot. Yeah. And really just trying to understand where are they coming from? Like, is there a reason, like, we're on different wavelengths? Like, what is that reasoning? And then how do we move towards a step where we are more on the same page? Yeah. But almost asking other questions like, how do you, like, why do you feel that way? Yeah. Or what's upsetting you? Um, yeah. And yeah. not trying to be a bulldozer, which is, like, really hard for me. But just, yeah, taking a second, taking a pause and, like, okay, so what makes you feel overwhelmed? Or what makes you feel the way you're feeling? Or even sometimes just asking, are you upset at me? Yeah. Like, is yeah. there some tension? Like, yeah. almost just calling, calling it out. It out. Calling yeah, it out that's helpful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, rather than... Um, dealing with it yeah. or avoiding it um getting to know the person yeah. could be helpful yeah. so the more you get to know someone the hopefully odds are the the more you're going to get to like them yeah. Yeah. and maybe yeah. you learn something about them that makes whatever you <laughs> didn't like about them uh not so bad and it almost gives you like more compassion for that person yeah. too i think yeah. because like sometimes i'm just like oh well they're stuck up, whatever. They just are being rude. And I'm like, well, wait, maybe that's like a past hurt or some kind of trauma that they're still working with, that's working through. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know about it. But if I can know, or if, I don't even have to know that, but if I know they're working through something, then that's helpful. Like, oh, I should have a little more grace because I would want them to do that for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. The, the, there's an old saying, um, some might have heard it, that hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, I try to, if someone is just being ab- abrasive or some, there's, con- there's true unresolved conflict coming into the room, into the conversation, I try to remember that hurt people hurt people. So there, there might be some hurt there mm-hmm. that we need to try to be sensitive to and address. And I, I never want to lose, because I think Jesus and the disciples did, I never want to lose. What's the main point in the middle of this? What's the point that we're trying to get to? Mm-hmm. And and there's probably truth in if they're hurt and they're, they have a complaint or an issue, I need to hear something in the midst of it. Am I a really good listener? Am I holding my plans, my opinions, my thoughts, am I holding those things loosely enough mm-hmm. that if somebody has something that they really should be communicating and I should be hearing it, that I would actually hear it instead mm-hmm. of just... I've got my, my, my plan so tightly wound mm-hmm. that I'm not even hearing what they might be saying. So that's another, another tool that we mm-hmm. could lean on. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So uh, are, there other, are there other tools? You know, when I ask that question, I, uh, my brain immediately goes to uh, there's all sorts of tools that people get categorized under in the marketplace there's the Enneagram, mm-hmm. uh, there's uh, Myers-Briggs, there's, mm-hmm. and I remember from the marketplace days, I know my Myers-Briggs thing, I know mm-hmm. my Enneagram <laughs> number, I know all those things. And they can be helpful, uh, and and sometimes they are not helpful, but what mm-hmm. tools do you guys use, think through? Are there other tools that you use when you think through, okay, I've got to work with somebody who's way different than I am. Mm-hmm. What tools do you use? Do you use tools? Yeah, for me, I definitely use the Enneagram a lot, and that's really helpful. Um, just sort of understanding what people are motivated by is just – and then how people handle conflict. That's helpful to me. But yeah. 
And the Enneagram um, is yeah. just a helpful tool that uh, you can find out about yourself. You can Google it if you want, but yeah. find out about yourself. That you want to describe it just quickly? Yeah. Um, so it just basically encompasses how you, what you're motivated by. Um, not really by what you do, but how you are feeling inside. Yeah. Um, so your Enneagram number doesn't change throughout your life. It just evolves. Yeah. And it doesn't put you in a box, which is kind of cool as it helps you just understand what you're feeling or what you're thinking and then how to like improve or how to learn and it's not it's clearly not like a savior or like the end all be all it's like it's just a helpful tool to help you grow yeah yeah for for the old people listening it's like the advanced (laughs) myers-briggs it's way better (laughs) it's way better right yeah Uh, i remember like myers-briggs is the first letter is are you an introvert or an extrovert oh yeah obviously Mm -hmm. i'm extroverted so that's helpful but to know Mm -hmm. that i'm guessing joel's introverted correct uh and so (laughs) so, some of those tools what other joel what tools do you use do you use any tools um this isn't yeah i so I know Lydia and I, we've talked about Enneagram mm-hmm. stuff. I don't want to make an Enneagram podcast or anything. <laughs> no. But that, that's one thing that probably the last two years I found really helpful mm-hmm. in just knowing who I'm working with. It's helpful to know um, what's going on in their mind. Yeah. And I, I've also found it helpful. Sarah and I, my wife, yeah. uh, we've gone through some stuff in our, in our marriage through the Enneagram and trying to just better understand each other. It goes back to like yeah. I like relating to people, adapting to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if I can – know more about them I yep. can better communicate to them and that's mm-hmm. that's how I go about things yeah yeah I have I the Myers-Briggs has been I think I know what I am but it's always confusing and mm-hmm. I can't tell you what it means but <laughs> um, that's what I think about the Enneagram <laughs> sure sure <laughs> yeah but any kind of uh, self-evaluation tool is I think mm-hmm. helpful mm-hmm. yeah the uh, this is a random question but it came to mind as you were talking through that throughout life we all have uh challenging decisions to make and it's good to process those with others Hmm. Uh, many of the proverbs talk about having good counsel around you Hmm. and so as you think through some of the largest decisions in your life over the last few years how do you and we're all different right Hmm. how do you process those what do you find helpful what do you find not helpful in that Definitely verbal processing is super helpful for me. So you want to talk it and, and I want to talk it out. And who do you talk it out with? Is the, it the closest people yeah. around me? It's super easy to want to talk to everyone and then that gets confusing. So I really have to be more guarded and okay, I'm gonna only talk to the absolute closest people, three, four, like my parents and you know, three or four people around me. Yeah. Um but yeah, not Everyone, but definitely like verbal processing is. So when you verbally process, you, you're getting feedback. How do you filter mm-hmm. the the number of voices mm-hmm. that you get? Because yeah. not everybody has the same opinion, right? So right. how do you pro- how do you go about? I don't want to use the word process too many times. How do you yeah. go about navigating all of the voices, all of the opinions as yeah. you verbally process? Yeah. And I think that's one reason why I only choose a couple people because yeah. there are so many voices, and then then it gets confusing. But the I think the people that like I process with, um, it almost just helps clarify, like, if someone says something that's the opposite of what I'm actually leaning towards, in my opinion. Like, sometimes I don't know which I'm, when I, which way I'm leaning towards. But if someone's saying, like, oh, I'm actually thinking this, um, or I think you should do that, and I'm like, ah, that doesn't feel right, then I kind of know, okay, yeah. I've kind of actually already made up my mind. I didn't realize that yet until 
someone else offers an, an opinion, and I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with that. And then I kind of have my <laughs> opinion solidified. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you say that you don't use a, a ton of them, but you use, like, there's more than one. Proverbs mm-hmm. 15, 22, without counsel, plans fail. I yeah. think that's important because mm-hmm. I can be way one-sided in my own mm-hmm. head. Yeah, definitely. Think that I'm right. So without counsel, without good counsel, uh, plans fail, and but with many advisors, they succeed. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just it's not generally just one. Like I have a small circle of people that I'll ask, "Hey, what do you think about this? Will you mm-hmm. pray about it? Mm-hmm. Will you what are you hearing about it?" Uh, but it's more than it for me. It's more than one. But it's yeah. not eight. Yeah, because <laughs> there's it, too many. There's too many. So as yeah. a processor, Jewel, how do you do that when you like a big life decision? How do you right? So when I'm thinking through my big life decisions, I thought about uh, so marriage, buying a house, having kids, like those type of things. Yeah. When I think back, it's mainly me, God, and getting peace. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's all internalized. Rarely mm-hmm. do I t- talk about uh, the details of that outside of, um, for those, you know, my, my wife and God. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the not-so-big decisions, I'm all research-based. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, should I buy uh, a new iPad or not? Which one is right for me? <laughs> That's videos upon videos upon videos. But um, the big I life bought dec- it by then. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I, I wait and wait and wait. Um, right. But the big life decisions, like peace, is a huge part of that. And maybe you mm-hmm. alluded to that yeah, a little bit, yeah, uh, Lydia. There, but yeah. uh, peace in God. Yeah, yeah. So, final question. If you could tell, so each one of us thinks a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. If you could give advice to someone who's who needs to bring something to you, but they were different, they processed information different. But if there was, so I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Joel and I, it's really helpful if Joel needs processing time. I want processing people to tell the really aggressive people, I need time. Mm-hmm. I have to have time to think about this. Mm-hmm. If you force me to make a, a, a comment, or to, I will, but I could really benefit from, in the absence of them communicating that, I just think they're staring at me. Like, why are you staring mm-hmm. at me? Can we talk? So I, uh, f- for the aggressive, more aggressive uh, decision makers, we want people to say, I need more time. I mm-hmm. need to process this. Mm-hmm to better understand it. So for processors or, or people like you, Lydia, who are, mm-hmm. uh, what, do you, what would you tell other people when they approach you that you would just love? What would you tell the aggressive person outside of mm. don't be aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> or Lydia, what would you tell the processor or the? Oh man, I don't know. Joel? I don't know what I would say. So you, you've hit it a little bit. Um, so if someone's coming to me and wants something from me, it's helpful to know how much time do I have? Mm. Do, I, do I have time to process this for five minutes or a day? Yeah. Or do you need something right now? Um, and that helps me get into the space that I need to get into yeah. uh, to, to make a decision or give my input or, or whatever is being asked. Yeah, that's good. My, my wife, Ann, is, is a little bit more of a processor than I am. And she's a verbal processor, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've, what we've learned to do is... We both have to process in the way that we process, but we, uh, in relationship, when we bring God in the midst of it, and so more often than not now, we'll stop and say, boy, we've talked, we've thought, we've tried to make decisions, we're going to pray as well. And so our mm-hmm. prayer time and life has, go- has shot up mm-hmm. significantly 
even on small decisions. Mm. Mm. And that is that has helped. Invite God even in the small things, mm-hmm. even in the verbally processed things, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it can sig- significantly be helpful. So mm-hmm. that was uh, a bunch <laughs> of random thoughts about how dif- how to deal with different people, how to communicate with them, how to work with uh, individuals who think and process differently than you. Hopefully that was helpful. As you uh, listen, you could share this podcast. And also, Team Vineyard, we would love if we saw you this weekend. Uh, we are better together, and so we hope to see you this weekend. Thanks a lot, Team Vineyard. Mm-hmm.